Bears country. Where is it? You're down with BCP? You're down with BCP? Watching um, Soul Train or something. Man, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, I told you I'd get you. I said you were better. I didn't say you were great yet. Let's not overdo it. <laughs> I said you were doing better. That was better. That was better. So what's what's going on with you, Shorty? What's up, PJ? Nothing, man. Just living a life. Living a life. Welcome I, to the uh, midnight special. How are you feeling this midnight? I feel. Night? I feel like I'm at a I don't want to sound racist, but I—I'll I'll say I feel like I'm at a fast food restaurant, ready to order, place an order. <laughs> Talking about the midnight special. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure Cliff has plenty of things to offer up in chat. What's up, Cliff? What's, What's up, cool Walter? Cliff, Walter, anybody else in there that I'm missing? No, just Cliff and Walter. Cliff and Walter. Now Cliff said he uh, Cliff said he made a smoke. Let me get it right here. It was a smoked. You looking for it? Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you got it. it. Was, yeah, it was uh yes, pulled pork. And he said that uh his the people that ate it said it was better than he thought it was. So again, Cliff, you are a chef. You might as well accept it because we do. Mm-hmm. You are the man, Cliff. He's probably sending me some pictures and I didn't even catch him yet. Nope, I'm sure it will be though. Foster should be joining us in a moment unless he fell asleep. Hey, that's entirely possible too. That is just entirely thought- possible. We thought it'd be kind of cool to just do like a midnight special for you and uh, maybe just talk about Mongo McMichael tonight a little bit. Just to 
kind of give praise to someone that we should kind of be talking about a little bit more because he's recently been in the hospital with septus, sepsis and pneumonia and um, he's not looking good. So it's just, um, I kind of wanted to talk about him and give pay a tribute to him because he's one of the, he was one of the semifinalists for the Hall of Fame this year. Right. And I think he's well-deserving of it myself. Do you by chance have his uh, stats? I don't have his stats, but I do. I can in a second. I have his um, some video pulled up for him, but let's do, let's definitely do that. Because if, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was playing the uh, three technique for us back then. Am I correct? I mean, if you want to call it that. Yeah, because I know he was getting some nice sacks from that from that in interior defense alignment position. So, uh, being, yeah, I mean, he wasn't no Tommy Harris, don't get me wrong, but I think he actually was playing the three technique. And that's when, um, Perry was playing the nose tackle, I think. And Hampton was the left defensive end. Hampton was, Hampton was, well, he, Yes, he was the left defensive end. Well, yeah, no, because... Denton was the left defensive end. Hampton was the right defensive end. I thought it went from if you're... They kind of swapped around, though. They were interchangeable. But I thought if you, if you like, look at the defense, if you, like, on the defense itself, Dent was on the right, uh, Perry and uh, McMichael was in the middle, and then... Yes, yeah, you are correct. You are correct. Yes, but yeah. if I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Hartenstein starting at first at left defensive end because they had um, Hampton playing the three technique because they had him playing defensive tackle at first, and then they moved him on the outside when once William Perry started getting uh, better. Yeah, and then that defense truly became really interchangeable. Yes, yes. You started to see Hampton was playing tackle. They were, they were moving guys around. Yeah, here are his stats. Let's take a look at this sacks total, if you. Fourteen years, man. How many? Fourteen years. In the That's NFL. pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. So he started off with New England. And he did not play a game that year. Oh, yeah, he did. Six games. Played six games. Then he comes to Chicago in 81. Ten games, nine games, 16, 16, 16, 16, 12, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16. Wow. Iron Man. Yes. Look at, let's look at his sack total there. Sack total. I mean, going sacks. 95 sacks. Okay. In 80, he had none because he, in 1980, he had none because he was with New England, only played six games. Mm -hmm. He played 10 games with the Bears in 81, had zero sacks. But then in 82, he had 2.5. In 83, he had 8.5. In 84, he had 10. From an interior lineman, 10 sacks. Impressive. 85, he had eight. 86, he had eight. 87, he had seven. 
88, he had 11.5. 89, he had 7.5. 90, he had 4. 91, in his what, 10th or 11th year, 91, he had 9 sacks. In his 12th year, 1992, he had 10 and a half sacks as a defensive tackle. 1993, he had six sacks. And then when he went to Green Bay, uh, he had 2.5 sacks. <laughs> but that's very impressive for a guy who is like, what's the word I'm looking for? A defensive tackle to have that many sacks. That's, that's, that's impressive. Let's so, go to... Um... Um, what's his, what's the the interior defensive lineman from the Raiders? Um, um, Howie Long. Okay, yeah, Howie Long. Yes. Now we said what McMichael had. What ninety five was it? Ninety five sacks. Yeah. Okay, ninety five. Just to compare the two here. Ninety one point five. Wow. 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 Now, how many Super Bowls did uh Howie Long win? Was it one or two? Mm. Yeah, that may be the uh difference right there. How many did Super Bowls did he win there? Yeah. I don't think he won any. The Raiders didn't win the Super Bowl in, in that time frame. So he they won didn't. none. No. No, he he had to win one because I know he won one with uh Madden, didn't he? Yeah, what in eighty one? Somebody help us out here. Did did they did the Raiders win the did the Raiders win the Super Bowl from nineteen eighty one to nineteen ninety three? I don't think so. Now um Foster is asking you to send send him another to think again. Okay. I, all I can do is just send him a link to join the show for right now because I have to okay. leave the show to do that. But um, gotcha. I mean, you're looking at it right there, 91.5 sacks. Yes. Seven, from 81 to 93, 7.5, 5.5, 13, 12, 10. Then it just, you know, goes down. 7.5, 4, 3, 5, 6, 3, 9. In 1992, when he had nine sacks, Stephen Michael had... 10.5. Mm. They say he won. They, they're saying he won one in 1984. He won a Super Bowl in 1984. The Raiders won the Super Bowl in 1984? Yeah. Let me send uh, Foster this thing. He's been around long enough. He should know. Yeah, that's what the, I just looked it up on the, uh, over there and it said he won in 1984. Okay. So we have McMichael, who played 14 years, won one Super Bowl, had 95 total sacks. And then we have Howie Long, won one Super Bowl, 91 and a half sacks. And he did make a Hall of Fame. So that's the case right there to be made for him. Uh, McMichael, that is, to make the Hall of Fame. In my Look opinion. at games played. 179 for Howie, 213 for Steve, for Mongo. So, seriously, 
Is it, is this, is it just, they don't want to be so biased to that um, historic team to put like too many people in the Super Bowl because he's clearly deserving of it. Yes. So that's going to, obviously we would rather see him than Devin Hester right now. Is that, how do you feel about that? Because they're, they're not going to put two of them in there, right? Plus, well, uh, um, um, Virginia McCaskey is a semifinalist, too. Why not? I mean, I'm of the belief. It seems like des- would be, uh, it would, people would think that was like a conspiracy or something. But if you're deserving of it, you're deserving of it. And fact is, Mongo should have got in already. Hester should have got in already. Uh, hello, Mark. Hello, Brian. I don't want to get you guys. Uh, but I, I just think that, granted, the Hall of Fame should be prestigious and what have you. But if a person deserves to be in, cut the politics. Let's get them in. Cliff is saying, um, Howie Long is a name. He has connections. Well, he wasn't a name before. It's not like he comes from, like his children come from his name. True. He doesn't come true. from a long line of longs. <laughs> this is true. This Played is true. Help before him. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't know. This is. You know what? What made you think of Howie Long anyway? Because that'd be, that, 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 that's a good comparison. Great, but I'm just curious. What made you think of him? Because I know he's in the Hall of Fame. Okay. And I just don't remember him. I remember him being pretty damn good, but like looking at those numbers when you compare Steve McMichael. Hey, I'm telling you. 13 games played, 95 sacks. I mean, just a just a freaking Iron Man. Yes. Yes. I mean. Very impressive. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's a great comparison. I'm just, I, I'm amazed that you just came up with that one off the top of your head. Thank you. That's not bad for past midnight, right? Hey. <clears throat> foster. We have a foster sighting. Do we? Can he pull himself in, or do we have to do it? Oh, okay. Here we got him. What's up, Foster? Hey. What's up, Papa Smurf? How you doing, Peach? I'm doing all right, man. That that link was in spam, and it wouldn't let me use it anyway. It was in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Finally found so it. Did man. you just did you just uh, get the link that I just sent yep. you for like a normal link? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's up, man? We're just doing a little quick Mongo show. I I, I heard some of it while I was trying to do it. I was trying to find that thing. I was actually on the phone with my sister, and she was talking to some of the guys in the chat, too. <laughs> now, Cliff is saying that uh, he hates to say it, but uh, Howie is better than Kyle. I don't think that's an argument there. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think that's the argument at all. Uh, oh, I th- definitely. Then his son? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're talking about Howie that's- and Mongo. That's the right. that's the thing, Cliff, and I'm I'm with Shorty here. Where if you're comparing numbers to numbers, there, both of them won one Super Bowl. Uh, Mongo has more sacks and more games played. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I could see, I, I don't see why he's not in it. I got a big question, man. Well, Howie's way much better. That's just a statement, Cliff, because that's fact to me. Howie's much better than Kyle ever was. Or, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> how, many intercept, how many interceptions has Howie got? Because I know Stevie Boy got two. <laughs> I had to take a different direction there, you know. So, he just, uh, how, he just how did everything. The guy should be in the damn Hall of Fame, man. Howie's got two interceptions. So does Steve. So does Steve. Wow. Okay. You look at the um, game started 151 for Howie Long, 171 for Mongo. 213 games played for Mongo. It's 151 played. Now, how many games? I mean, how many years did uh, Howie right. play? Maybe I'm missing that. What is that? Uh, 12 years? Yeah, about 12 years. And Mongo yeah. had 14, right? 14, yeah. yep. Mongo came in before him and retired after him. Technically, McMichael played, it says even right here, I just kind of pulled this up, man. Steve McMichael played 15 seasons for the Bears, Packers, and Patriots. He played but didn't record a tackle. I guess with the, I don't remember. With the Patriots? Right. With the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the Patriots. What, the first year? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we had but look at his sex. I just two point five. Both, both of those guys belong in the Hall of Fame and one is and one isn't, right? Mm-hmm. Right? That's impressive, man. I'm telling you, that's impressive. I, I, it, 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 it irks me because it's a joke. It should have been done a long time ago, man. He, this guy's numbers deserve a first ballot Hall of Fame and he just got no respect. Okay. It's crazy. Real quick, Foster. Real yeah. quick. Is your nickname Musty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Musty, we have a new one for yeah, you. Huh? No, you guys forgot this. We did this already. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah, like seven or eight, six, seven, eight shows ago, man. Somebody jumped in there and said, Oh, Uncle Musty. And you went, Who's Uncle Musty? No, Dan said, got to be somebody that knows foster except it said hey uncle musty dan and pj on her. oh yes and then, yeah. and then when my sister came on the last time she had the shirt from 1988 that said uncle musty lives i don't know if you caught it dan it's when i was sitting here and i got up and ran away because she came up behind me uh. this last week or the week before yeah that's the shirt she was wearing. It said, hey, Uncle Musty lives. Uh, too long of a story, man. man. Oh, that's awesome. So you're Uncle Ooh. Musty. Nice. Does that come yeah, from your that's, that's That's like the, uh, my nephew Luke. And Billy was on here. Mm -hmm. So they, they call me that. Yeah. I. Well, I agree with uh, Cliff that uh, the NFL does diss the Bears and to going on with what Brian is saying, uh, that defense was elite. That that what 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 uh was it Finks? Am I correct? Wasn't he the uh, general manager at that time? Yeah, Jim Finks. Jim Finks. Yeah. He did a masterful job of putting that team together. Yes, he did. Masterful job. Mark Kazak is asking if McMahon is in the hall. No. No. Well, no. Yeah. No. Man, he he won't be. 
I think he had too many injuries, honestly. Yeah, he didn't play enough. Got, yeah. got two nice Super Bowl rings, though. We get well, the second one. one Three nice Bay, one. He was the backup. Okay. Yeah, one nice one. <laughs> They're two there rings, man. Yeah. But you know what? what was that? What's that car name? Who who got a uh, Super Bowl ring? Uh, is it not Derek? What's his name? David. David Carr. He has a ring as a backup with the Giants. Oh, goodness. Backups get rings, too. Yes, they do. Doesn't Cedric Benson have a ring? I thought he went to Cincinnati after he left us. He did. Yeah, then he went... He went to the Packers, but... I think he got a... Did he get a Super Bowl with the Packers in 2006? Oh, wow. Hmm. Could have been 2006. Well, 2005. Or, no, I'm sorry, 2010, yeah. Because he would have left the Bears, gone to Cincinnati for a couple of years. He might have been on the Packers that year, I think. Okay. It, it is possible. Uh, I might be mixing shit up. No, that's, I don't know, man. See, like a Jamie for, like, um, like the Bill Rogan show just to look shit up. Let's see. Let's see if he won a Super Bowl here. No. He did not. Thankfully. But plenty of, um, you know, Rosie Colville left the Bears, won a, won a couple of Super Bowls with the Patriots. The Patriots, yep. Well, I've, I wonder. If he had stayed with the Bears, how would he have done as a uh, wheel linebacker? Because that's when we were switching our defense, remember? Mm-hmm. Because if we was playing under uh, Greg Blosh defense when he was had his good years here. Then we mm-hmm. switched to uh, Lovey's defense. I wonder how he would have done. He wouldn't have used them the right way. Didn't fit. Yeah. Here, here's, here's the one. The only thing I could come up with with Mongo, and I don't know if you guys mentioned this because I couldn't hear the show at all the time. Uh, he played in 14 playoff games and never recorded a tackle. Did you know that? No. Who? Mongo. Michael played in 14 playoff games and never recorded a tackle. Huh. You but, think I mean, that has something to do with it? Half of that's half of that's by design. The guy's holding up the line. That was his job, man. To, to, get, to get the numbers he got as a one tech. If you look at his position on the field, was he a one tech all the time? Well, he played left tackle. He was on that side where your one tech would be, man. I mean, I'm not saying that they called it that because Hampton played in there too. I mean, they used you know. See, I thought he was a three tech once. Uh... Once Perry started starting, I thought he became the three tech, and uh, Perry was a nose or the one tech. Pretty much. That's you're you're right. If you want to call it that, that's that they didn't call it that yeah. back then, but that's pretty much yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, you know, I you I think it's hard to be in the Hall of Fame, guys. He, he just he just should be there, man. Did you pull up, what's his name? Who's the guy in the greatest defensive tackle of all time that's playing right now for the Rams? Oh, Aaron Donald? 
Yeah, what what are how many sacks he got? How many seasons? He's he's been in the league for ten years, I believe. That's a good sacks? question. Forty sacks, thirty? Oh no, we got more than that. I'm willing to say he's probably got about seventy close. No, that'd be about eighty or ninety. Sex? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say sixty-eight. No, you say no. thirty or forty. You're wrong. Hundred and three. Hundred and three. See, yes. Oh. He's a he's a dog, man. He's a dog. That's the ultimate dog. Twenty and a half and eighteen. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember he had one great year there. That was I forgot it. all yeah. about it. I get so jealous because I want guys like this on the Bears all the fucking time. Well, I thought we I I'll make a I'll make a case real quick on that I believe we was gonna draft him. We got we had the 14th pick that year. I know. Rams had the 13th pick. Rams snagged him at 13, and then in the second round well, we grabbed Kyle Fuller at 14. Second round we grabbed that Sutton kid who reminded me so much of Aaron Donald, it's about the same body framework, and I was like, that told me right there that's who we was trying to get. We was planning on getting him. Yeah. Because we got a guy with the same build. Yeah. Not nearly yeah. the same. Uh, and they didn't even need a defensive tackle, the Rams, that year. Right, because they had Brockers and they had somebody else. Didn't they have um They had somebody else, but and they had, they had long there. You're like, oh, we were certain right. he was coming to us because we needed yes we needed a defensive we tackle needed. and they didn't. And they yes. picked him. We were all like, wait a minute, what? It was yeah. like when the um the Bulls, the the pick right before the Bulls, um, Miami drafted um, what's his name from um, Wisconsin? Uh, what was his name? Famous basketball player for the Miami Heat. It's past midnight. I, I'm alive. Dwayne Wade. Thank you. Yes, Dwayne Wade should have been a bull, just like he should have been a bear. Like that's that's two trades I can remember in my life that or not trades but uh, draft picks that got stolen ahead of us that were like supposed to land in our team. Yeah. Donald is definitely <laughs> the first one on that list that I can think of. Like he, we all thought he was going to be a bear. Look at yes. his tackles, three hundred and twelve <clears throat> tackles. Yeah, I'm way off. I haven't even looked at his shit. I didn't realize he's been around that long already, man. I really didn't. It's only eight years. He's, he's going into his ninth season, and he's got 312 tackles compared to Steve McMichael in, what, 12 seasons? He's going into his 10th season, man. Yeah, he's going into his 10th season. Oh, yes. Well. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's, he's a stud now. That sounds, I, I didn't realize it's this long already, man. Time, yeah. time just goes. I know. To me, it feels like he's been in the league for like 12 years, though. <laughs> Tell you what, you see, he had what double digit stacks in all but three years yeah. out of his nine years of playing. Yeah. Yep. 9, 11, 8, 11, 20.5, 12.5, 13.5, 12.5. Five last year was his worst I'll, year. I'll take the five every year from a defensive tackle. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Man, I'm trying to tell you. That's what I was, that's what I was saying. I, mean, I don't know if you heard this part, Foster. That's what I was saying with the uh, with 
uh, Steve McMichael, being an interior defensive lineman, to have as many sacks as he had is pretty pretty impressive. It's it's that it's many been, years ago. It's been pinned on my Twitter page for about three months. Get him in the Hall of Fame. Twitter, what's that? Yeah, it's whatever. That's it's that called X page. now. Yeah, whatever. Who oh, is it? They changed it. They're like really? slowly changing it over. They, they did, but I'm still going to keep saying Twitter until I remember to say that. They call it X. Because <laughs> then nobody will, it'll be like normal. Nobody will know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> well, shouldn't that be kept normal? That's what I said. It'll be just like normal, man. Uh, what is totally. that, by the way? They're, they're, it's slowly changing. Twitter, literally, the, the handle for it is X now. Okay. And they don't call them um, uh, they call them posts. Okay. And reposts instead of retweets. All right. I, I got to get some clarification, guys. Uh, what is uh, Mark saying here? Yeah, yeah, but Portland can say the same thing. Or as, as far as draft picks, because if I'm not mistaken, Portland made the bad bat draft picks because they drafted Odom instead of drafting Durant. They drafted Bowie instead of drafting Jordan. <laughs> yeah. That's so, true. So it wasn't like, you know, the person moved ahead of them. They came and took the spotlight from them. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they were the opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah they, yeah. they just made bad picks. Yeah. They were the ones that should have got that player. Right. For us, but they didn't. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, was it was it Mark or was it Doug Van Dorn? I owe an apology to. Uh, so I want to say the apology. We was talking about the system that Ndokwe played in. Mm -hmm. And I said that he's never played in this system before. Yes, he has played in this system. I want to be clear now. So I apologize by saying he didn't play in this system. He did play in this system in Oakland with Marinelli and our current defensive line coach. So I don't know if that was Mark or if that was uh, Doug Van Dorn. So I want to get that out there. Please accept my apology. I think it was DVD. Huh? I think DVD brought that up. I'm not sure either. Doug Van Dorn, yeah. It might have been him. Okay, all right. Yeah. I saw that too. You're, you're, got, you're taking that from the, um, the, the uh, interview? Yes, yes. Yeah. As far as I can admit when I'm wrong, so I, I, I want to apologize. Grandpa, you know, that was admitting that all day long, PJ. So all <laughs> I do again. is sit here and go, sorry, guys, I made a mistake. Sorry, guys, I made a mistake. <laughs> so, I'm not going to repeat it. I just want to say it right now because I want to see it when I want to say it when Doug wasn't on the air. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. What are you talking about, Willis? What are you talking about, Willis? I said it. Just <laughs> Shorty probably got the timestamp on it. Oh no, it's, it's you. Shorty only gets the timestamp on shit when it's bad for me somehow. <laughs> if a PJ apologizes in the woods, when nobody here to hear to <laughs> nobody around to hear, could he really apologize? <laughs> I, I like Billings, man, and, and I like the fact that it, you know he's talking in an interview. He still talks to uh, one of my favorite coaches. You just mentioned his name. Marinelli. Marinelli. Yes. Marinelli. 
I've always yeah. liked him as far as defensive coordinators, uh, head coach, another story, but me too. You know. Now, I would I would 100% agree with you guys there. I I like Marinelli as a defensive line coach. Now, I don't know about a defensive coordinator, but defensive line coach, I think he was one of the best. Um, you don't head, want coach, head, coach? head coach, definitely not. No. <laughs> 0-16, right? Detroit. Yeah. yeah. But you're dead on, Peach, because that's that's what he knows and that's what he makes right. those guys into. He makes yeah. those guys into the best that they can possibly be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's shown everybody that, too. Mark is asking if we're worried about Nate Davis. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. As soon as the uh, pads came on, he went out. Because I don't think worried about him, man. That's that's no, old spot. You guys can what's up, Leo Factor? Uh you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but he has not had one padded practice, correct? It's, um to, I think you're correct about that, yes. So yeah, that's concerning for me. Anyone uh injured, missing time. A lot of players missed um what, six of 11 defensive players missed the... Um, Family Fest? Yes. And That's... although it's not like... Nothing, it's, it might not be anything to be worried about. It is when they miss time, they're still missing valuable practice. That's a lot of... Yeah. I, I wouldn't say I'm overly concerned with that part because they have been there, whereas Nate Davis hasn't had not one pad of practice yet. Not one. Um, so yeah, that's a big it's, it's not a positive way to start the no camp here going into preseason, man. No, it kind of kind of feels like um, Lucas Patrick yeah. all over again, doesn't yeah. it? I, I, yeah, I was gonna say, look, we're we're what were what was our big thing? We I, we know the defense was what it was, but what was our big thing we were saying last year at this a year ago today, man? We're talking about the offensive line because we don't know what the heck we got and who's playing where. Right. He's starting here, he's starting here, he's starting here. We just don't have a left tackle. Okay, we'll use form. Well, the center did. You know the way, just the way that whole thing started became a big mess from day one. Yes. Right off the bat, yes. even the San Francisco game was. Leo's wondering how, how we feel about the amount of reps Fields should take in the preseason. Go ahead, Foster. I'll let you answer that one first. I, I, I was going to ask a question on that because I've kind of been, I'm probably only on like, Thursday, Friday, and it's Monday. So I want to know how many reps is he taking? Is I'm he thinking, doing double? Is he what's he no, doing? No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Meaning for the preseason game. Oh, yeah. Okay. How do you guys feel about the amount, the of, amount of reps he should, should take. take in the preseason? Yeah. So how many reps? I I don't know, but I think it's more than they're going to give him because it seems like. We get into the first two games, and that's just a continuation of the preseason. You know what I mean? Those first two or three games, mm -hmm. it's it's like you're finding things out then. What the hell are you playing the other three games for, man? Mm -hmm. And it's not even just the Bears. It's all these teams. So it's you don't know what those first two or three weeks are kind of a little goofy. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say because, you know, I'm still trying to get used to how we do things with just three seasons. Three preseason games as opposed to four. Yeah. I hated the way Nagy did it. Let me just be clear about that. Because 
him not playing the starters hardly during the preseason was just stupid in my opinion. So what I would like to see fields play into the second quarter, the first game play into the third quarter, the third, the second game. I'm sorry. Let me say that again. I'm probably said it wrong. The first game play into the second quarter, Mm -hmm. second game play into the third quarter, the third game probably not play at all because I don't think that's when they actually rest the guys. I think mm-hmm. I would so, agree with you on that. Hundred percent. So yeah, I would. I would like to see that. So fortunately for me, I'm going to the second game, so I can hopefully see him into the third quarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know we don't want to watch anybody else play with him. This, are you sending this to polls personally? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to send anybody else. This, this is what's show. going on, but I'm not really telling you guys. But polls knows. <laughs> yeah. How about just, how about polls? By the way, he's like the first general manager I can remember. They asked so many questions to, and appeared so much and answered the questions. That's because answered appeared and answered. Man, he's not. Pace oh, was hiding, doing, guys. I got to run. Yeah. Man. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. He was always yeah. hiding. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, Never. He was very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think, um, I don't know. I, I think Paul, I, I really think Paul is doing a good, a great, great, good to great job right now. I would agree with you on that. PGT, baby. PGTS. <laughs> Paul's got this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Did you, did you guys see what, uh, what uh, Cliff said? <laughs> PJ, were you the guy in the, on the Hawaii beach? He pulled poles to go sign a defensive end. <laughs> Get leaked out, PJ. I didn't tell anybody. I swear to God, dude. Man, Cliff, you tell away my secret. my fault. <laughs> you tell him my secrets, Cliff. I told you. I just swear to God. I didn't tell anybody, man. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, man. Maybe. Was Manny hanging around the studio? <laughs> like Mark Mark says polls is so much better than pace and then Cliff follows it up with polls actually listens to the fans it does seem like he does do that well I mean I think to his credit I mean one of the first moves he made that I really was impressed with with polls was hiring or bringing back Cliff Stein to do the contract Mm-hmm. That was so important because as soon as Pace got here, you know, he brought his guy, was it Loomis or whoever it was, I forgot the guy's name, who he had in charge of doing our salary cap stuff, and he moved Cliff out, and I was like, why? Cliff was always one of the best. Mm-hmm. So when he when Poles put him back there, I was like, you know what? I expect good things, and to my surprise, or not surprise, here we are doing good things with that, so... I'm impressed with that. I am too. I mean, he's, he's, it's like a fresh breath of air with him. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of how we've like our generation would always have, we always wanted to run a team, you know, Um, we always, you know, playing Madden, we would defer the kicks, you know, when we were in our teens, you know, because we wanted to put our defense out there first and get the ball back. Because if you could score on the end of the first half, you can get the ball back in the second half and score, or you get two scores in a row, right? It, how, it took that long, 
for that kind of stuff to be finally used in the NFL by our generation that are coaching it. And now you're seeing the same thing with the generation that's uh, managing the teams. It's really refreshing to see when Poles says something and he actually means it and he's doing it. He, yeah. He's not kissing ass like right. it always seemed like Pace was doing. Yeah, um, I think one of the, well, he had many flaws, but he overpaid players. And he, like, overplayed older players, too. It's like, dude, why are you paying that guy that much money? Why are you even bringing him here in the first place? Mm -hmm. I mean, as much as it makes sense to bring, bring in Mercedes, uh, uh, the tight end, Mercedes Lewis, um, I was actually surprised that Poles brought in someone that old. So uh, I was surprised. But with Pace, he was bringing in, it seemed like got everybody on their last big contract or la last contract coming here to the Bears. Mm -hmm. I don't even say fucking Pace anymore, man. My neck just hurt. <laughs> yeah, look at that, that's that's you're you're good, Deej. And Shorty man, just quit being fucking content, man. This reminds me of like the first or second show, you knucklehead. It's fucking yeah. polls, polls. I know what you mean? I I am finally not surprised that he brought some agent here, and, and went out and picked a couple it, picked up a couple more UDFA guys. Yeah. Um, Mercedes Lewis. Because he's gonna looks look, like he's twenty eight. What did I, I made I made some joke on Twitter the other day. Uh, Mercedes Lewis's first the first team he was actually with was the Cleveland Rams because he's, he's been around so long. And then I said something I said something like Yeah, I got like a hundred on him, but that dude's built for shit. Yeah, he really he is. is. He, he he takes care of himself. He does what he got to do. But I'm not surprised that he did this. I know he hasn't done it. Hasn't looked that way. But you gotta have some experience, especially when you can pick up some experience that you know is still gonna be able to help you on the field, man. I don't care how it is. I Very I, uh, I was looking back at the shows and stuff, and a couple other shows. This this deal with Ngakwe's been work going on for probably six or seven weeks, man. I think Realistically, that's who look at. I, I think that's who Poles was talking about when he did that one interview, talking about it could happen soon. There, there, there's, a couple, there's a couple things and a couple people because then, then next it was Greg Gabriel said they're going to sign someone and I think it's going to be in Gakway and that was about five weeks ago and then shortly thereafter I don't know if yeah. it was Brad somebody else said it I mean it makes a lot of you sense just look at it and then with polls what he did also was checked every, every damn avenue out and everything else he could and sent some scouts out to look at some UDFAs and shit that we don't know, because that's how the guy is. That's why he's going to be successful. That's why we've never had anybody like him in Chicago. No one. Not even Jim Finks. Not even... Uh, Jim Cliff is that. saying here, you guys notice the McCaskies, the McCaskies have stepped back and are letting football guys make the decisions. Absolutely. Well, they've tried to do that before, Cliff. They just never could find the right guys. They always got shit, so there was shit to deal with all the time. That was the problem. Yeah. You know, once they let all those guys go from the early 2000s. Well, Karen, I mean, uh, Mark is saying, could Mercedes be our swing tackle? Yes, 100%. And here's another interesting to think about. Cole Komet going into his second contract with the Bears, the youngest tight end on our team, 
has the least knowledge of our offense or of, of our offensive system than all three tight ends. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now I do want to address what Leo Factor said as far as uh, swing tackle being a uh, possible uh, weakness for us. I'm I I can see a point, but I'm probably having a, a lot of faith in uh, Borum. I'm probably having some faith in him that he can be that guy for us. I hope it's not too much faith. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that we won't even have to even really use him because if uh, Braxton Jones can play all games like he did last year and if Wright can play all the games, right. won't really be a need for one. But I'm thinking that Borum is that guy. No, maybe. I... Man, I think, I, think, I, think I think I'd like to, I haven't even followed the last few days, man. So who, where, where's is Kellen D still been playing the right tackle with third team or second team? Any of that? I think he's with the third third team now. I think. Uh, well, yeah, he is. We discussed that. I have to. I gotta. I gotta get on this shit tomorrow, man. I've kind of been taking care of some other things. So I'm to find I'll find that out, but I, I don't know because I always. I just I like the way Poles has all the bases covered, and if he, if he makes mistakes, and you're going to see this, he's going to be the first one to admit it. Yeah, I think I think um, so because that's just the way you do business properly. Well, let me ask you guys this question: um, How did you guys feel when, excuse me, they actually first hired Poles and Eberflus? What was your initial thoughts? My, uh, to be honest, they, I can't believe they fucking hired another general manager named Ryan and another head coach <laughs> named Matt. Like, are you trying to make... F you're just, like, setting yourself up for another joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Foster? I, I, I literally was jumping up and down when they fucking hired Poles because I thought that was, like, the best move they could have ever fucking made, one of them. I, I originally wanted... Gable, right. He would have been my first choice. For head coach. For head coach. Right. Not even. I think. Uh, as now, far as GM, though, wait, let me go back there real quick. And who else was there? There was one other guy I wanted. I can't remember his name. And the only reason I, I that I liked as soon as they interviewed Poles, I was hoping they, that 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 he would be the guy. It's because of where he came from, what he did. He was a fucking scout his whole career. He was either playing or a scout. Most right. of his career. And those are the guys, you get the right scout that can run a team that can actually do it. Those are the guys you want. Look at who's the next one, Ian Cunningham. He's going to be somewhere soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, guys like yeah. that are, you know, look around the league. How many of them are there? There might be four or five of those guys laying around the league. Mm -hmm. Now, for me, if I'm being totally honest, when we had those vacancies, my first, my, my, my hope was that we can get Jim Harbaugh. For the head coach and when we hired Eberflus because we hired Eberflus before we hired Poles listening to Eberflus talk I was like you know what this guy sounds like a head coach so that, that was my first time really looking at him and listening to him like he sounds like a head coach so I'm like feeling good about it because I'm like he he understands what a head coach is and not some shoe salesman per se he just really understands then when Poles came in and Poles says, I remember this quote, he said, I did get my guy. 
Iberflus was my guy because they they was asking him, did he want to be able to hire his own head coach? He said, well, I did get my guy. I, you know, they hired him in Iberflus. That was my guy. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, because I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't know much about polls at all. And because I don't, I don't do a lot of research in GM, so I don't know a lot about them. So listening to him, I'm like, okay. Then when he started getting rid of Mac, I didn't like that. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, then I'm like, I'm seeing how he's clearing out, you know, the salary cap. And I'm started thinking, I'm like, you know what? I can see what he's doing now, as opposed to what Pace did. I'm seeing what he's doing. He's clearing it out. Whereas Pace was bringing in these older guys. He's getting rid of the older guys and getting some draft capital. And I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. So watching his moves, I'm like, okay, I think we got the right combination. And now we actually got a, even a president now who actually knows about football and organization like that. I'm like, I can really say confidently that I really believe in where the book, the Bears is going right now. That's ultimately how I felt, too, after my initial shock that they hired two people with the same exact first name. It was just like, you're going to be the laughing stock of the league if you fuck this up. <laughs> but, you know, the... When you when I started looking at the nuts and bolts of the signings, I I agree with you on everything you just said there, both of you guys. Uh, except for one thing, I will say, PJ, is that I was ecstatic when they traded Mac. I was I was, however, unhappy with what they got in return, but I was ecstatic again that he ended up turning that pick back into more picks in in the same draft. So yeah. we ended up getting three picks in that draft. Yeah. Well, that's really all I wanted was just multiple picks in that draft. If not, then an, another high pick next year, which is wasn't high enough for me at the time. But I wish Pace would have done that, you know, tried to trade Forte, maybe try to even trade Hester or like, you know, trade trade something of some value to try to build some capital back so you could rebuild your team to the draft. And yeah. he never chose to do that. He always chose to trade away, you know, like, I've said this a lot, you know, Poles treats draft picks like gold bars, whereas Pace treated them like they were pennies. Like they were candy bars. Yeah. yeah. On Halloween. Not right. Even, not even a $100,000 candy bar. Yeah. Well, see, <laughs> see, my biggest issue has always been, you know, that's why I get the title of Homer, is the fact that I've always loved our own drafted players. And... Mac wasn't our own, so us lo- leaving, losing him wasn't didn't bother me as much. Now I was kind of bothered when we lost Ro- Roquan. I ain't gonna lie, because I was because I like our own drafted players. Uh, one of the one of my dreams is to have a whole entire team with our own drafted players. I would love that, but so it's hard for me to be accepting of other players who is not drafted by us. I mean, I can deal with them, DJ Moore. Yeah. I, know I deal with it, but in my ideal world, our own drafted players. And if you're not going to let them go, trade them away for capital so you can rebuild with. Yeah, you know, well, it's like um, the Chiefs did with Tyreek Hill. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, nice. Instead of standing around a corner smoking a damn cigar, hey, put, put up, shorty, put up that uh, seniors. We're all close to being seniors. I think that's what he put. Put Victoria's. Yeah. yeah. Because he's full of crap. He's the only one. How old you, Cliff? 64, 65? 
You're the only one, dude. You're in this show by yourself. I'm just telling you. He's 61, man. He's 61. Leave him alone. He's 62. He's 61. He's 64 now that I'm thinking about it. He's 61. I know, but I'm just trying to put put him closer to it, man. No one's close to your age, Foster. He's trying to to suck us in. Love you, No one's close to your age. Foster, you're eight times that off from your age. So little steps like that, they don't make a difference. You want me to plug the phone line into my phone again? <laughs> 61, you dick. <laughs> oh man, I thought it was thanks, about. Thanks today. for the clarification, Cliff. Because I can't see the chat. I can't see nothing but you guys. Now, I agree with Mark. I agree with Mark 100. percent Pace made it up, made made up for all of that by drafting Fields. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, Pace, for that. See you later, Saranara Arubadurki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Him and Komet, the parting gifts. Yeah, Komet and Mooney, like Mooney he says there. Yeah. Mooney and Jenkins. And Jenkins, yes. Yeah, I forgot. Tab. As long so. as he can stay healthy. Yeah, that was a scare last week. Yeah. But he's out there again, so he's yes. going to be too worried about. I, yeah, I'm not really that worried about the the guys that were, you know, the 6 of 11. When Gordon was out. Um, Brisker was out. Tremaine Edmonds was out. Um, Walker was out. Yep. Defensive line. Six of the 11 projected starters. Just, so just our, is, much is, time, you know? Is there stuff, or, or, or are they being overly cautious because they got some time here? I, I'm asking a question. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, one, one that always worries, worries me is every time I see Tevin Jenkins walking off with a trainer. Agreed. <laughs> and how about Lucas? Worry, so Lucas is hurt again? Yeah, that's why they have uh, Tyree Carter playing. He, he got hurt, or he didn't finish the uh, family fest. They had to put Tyree Carter in there at a uh, right guard. Oh I'm, I'm going to say yeah. this for the last time still, because it's still Dieter Island, but at some point this year, he's going to take over that center spot lot. We're just going to have this problem with injuries. Took over guard, I'd be happy with yeah, that. I mean, Patrick and White here. That's that's why they're the, the Tyree needs to be, be playing guard, man. I thought uh, he was going to be. I thought he was going to be our left guard last season. You talking about Dieter? Yeah. Dieter. Dieter. No, I was. I still want Dieter at center. I, I said at the beginning of last year, by the end of the year, Braxton will be playing full time, before the season started, and and Jatiri Carter will playing be playing guard last year. I expected that. Oh, but okay. It didn't happen. I'll say this. Um, I'm not a big fan of Lucas. Him being hurt is part partly the reason why, uh, but um, as much as I like Dieter. Dieter is now the what fourth string center because he has uh, white hair, then Lucas Kramer, then him at center. So there's a reason for that. Do you think he's the worst center on the team? Really? I don't know. I don't see it. I can't buy it. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe maybe he is practicing at defensive end, like I said a month ago. <laughs> I just, I mean, for whatever reason, he's not, he's not really in there like that. So 
I mean, I like Eisenman. Don't get me wrong. I, I really like him. I thought I was hoping he would be our starting center this year, but from what we're seeing, he's not in the top three. You know, you know what's nice, PJ, is is that game you're going to see. The game you're going to go see in Indianapolis. Yes. Yeah. yes. By then, by then, and that's the other reason I wanted to go there myself. By then, we should have a much better idea who's who. Yeah. In the yeah, uh, I agree. in the order of. Offensive line, whatever they're going to do with the rotational defense. As far as the depth chart, by then we should know what's really going on, man. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing too. These guys like the stuff with Ted, all that crap from last year. None, neither side ticked their card until late when Tevin said, "Hey, it's not what you guys all this bullshit that they're printing." So I I take everything with a, a big grain of salt. And when we get to week two or three, in between two and three, there of the preseason, um, everything will be pretty much worked out, and we'll know a lot more, I would hope. If we don't, there's going to be a real problem. If we're still saying, okay, who is, you know, wait, he's hurt, so we don't have a second-string center now. Tev's out, whatever. Nate's Nate's doing crap. Then we got a real problem, if we're saying that on August 18th, 19th, and 20th. True. But I think it's all going to work out, man. I'm not worried about Nate Davis as long as he can come back for the season. Like if he missed most of training camp but came back and played the season, you know, for the first game, I wouldn't be worried about him. He's a he's a he's a vet. But he he's new to the system. We've seen him play in the past. He's new to the system, so he's no damn rookie. Well, true, true. He plays some of it like in uh, Tennessee, I guess, with their coordinator. But I'm just again. It bothers me when you're new to a team and you're not getting many practice reps. That's kind of concerning for me. So, mm-hmm. kind of like Lucas was last year. So, I'm just hoping it's not a nagging thing or one injury after another all year long. Yeah. It'll always be a mat nagging thing. Yeah. Now, um, I know it's getting late. So, yep. uh, before let's we close. Let's, let's wrap let's, this up. Let's let's open it up real quick to the chat for anybody got any questions for us. Sure. So I'm saying, Shorty, I don't like how Davis does things. He's not buying in yet. I don't know if I can say that's true. I don't know enough about what's going on there with my own eyes, but he definitely needs to be out there. That's for sure. Absolutely. What else you guys have any? Leo. Leo saying game one is at home. Jordan Love won't be able to hear shit. I hope not. Me too, man. I hope he I hope I hope the whole stadium's rocking and it crumbles down and they'll have to build Arlington Heights quicker even. Well, I, I think that the key is how we look in preseason. If we have a good positive feeling for going into season, you know, have a good preseason, it's even about winning games. But if our starters are looking good come first game, our the home crowd will be really loud. It'll really be rocking. I, I agree. This this the stadium is going to be rare. I mean, rare to go. People are playing, paying thousands of dollars a seat to go to that game. Yes, yes. So they're going to be fired up, ready to go, and waiting to kick their fucking ass because Jordan, or because Jordan Love, because Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has finally fucked off. Right. Now let me ask you this, Jordy. Would you uh? Would you want Fields at some point to tell Green Bay, I own you? 
Yes. <laughs> I, I don't care if he says it or not. It doesn't matter to me as long as the record shows that he does. Oh, right. That's what I mean. Not, I not, not after... He, he, won't, he probably won't that. stoop to that. He probably won't stoop to that that lowness. I would hope. Right. You don't need to do it, man. You just actions always speak louder than words. Always, right. especially in football. All right. Uh, Mark has a. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Cliff. Yeah, Cliff has a question. You want to read it? Go ahead. How do you guys like the offense winning, winning days? When when was the last time that happened? I was yeah that was I was listening in that I was thinking back back when I was really involved in training camps like when Lovey was here I was like you know all the time defense was winning defense 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 it is refreshing something new to me to hear how much the offense is winning so that's something new mm-hmm. I think I think the biggie of this is it's early in the offense is winning because usually yeah. the defense has always got a head up. You know, they've always got to step out on them every year. And pretty, every year, man, their defense is always ahead everywhere on every team just about. Mm-hmm. So so that's that's pretty awesome, man. Especially coming from our franchise quarterback in this third, third year, second year in this offense. That's what – if we were hearing anything but that, if we didn't hear – I should say, if we didn't hear any of that, we would all be a little scared, right? It's like, oh, the defense just keeps winning again. Oh, Justin Fields is just throwing interceptions again in practice. We know what that sounds like. We know what that yes. we, we know what that equals, right? Yes. So yes. Pretty, pretty soon you want it, you want it, you don't have to say that it's second year in his offense, man. He's gonna be a third year quarterback who's going to be very successful. I even stated that he's gonna be in the top five in the NFL. I've said it myself. He, he, I think he could win MVP this what season. I, what did I do? I had him listed as the third best quarterback, potentially third best quarterback in the NFL within the, the next two seasons, less than two full seasons. Easily. In the NFL. The NFC is wide open, too. Yes. Uh, I, sta- I stated him in order. I put Mahomes. I can't remember who I put second. Dang. Leo Fecker says, the only it. thing I don't like coming from camp is that Fields is rarely throwing deep balls at all. Greg Bragg singled that out. <laughs> but it's still early, though. So. He's, he's, he's shown how effective he's already been at throwing the deep balls, dude. He's got that down. It's yeah, he's working on it. in the middle that he's not used to because he's coming from Ohio State. Yeah, that's why I was wondering. Well said, Foster. The deep balls are probably way easier for that guy to throw up than the short shit, man. Mm-hmm. Work on shit where there's somebody going to be in the way, hitting you, whatever the fuck, something short. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, man, you got to work on that shit. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they make it a concentrated effort to work on his intermediate game, something that he probably wasn't as proficient in as last year, so I think they're working on that. But now Mark had a question up there that I, I had, but uh, we didn't get to answer it. Um, you guys think that the Anthony Jones... Makes the roster, Mark Kazak. Mark, I would say no. I think he makes a practice squad. Yeah, me too. I think they got. I think they specifically have him slated for that. Yeah, it'll take someone getting cut, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like um, I think that last defensive end spot is going to come down between Travis Gibson and uh, that Lewis guy. Oh. I think that'd be the last defensive end spot. 
And they're playing Terrell Lewis quite a bit. What's up, Dumond? He's been playing on first, second, and third string. He plotted, they had him on last week. He was playing with the ones a lot. Yeah. And that's the way they sure made it appear. Yet he's still listed as a linebacker, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's okay. Linebackers are defensive ends, too. Yeah. Linebackers are people, too. Uh, I didn't want to go that long, man. Or defensive ends, too. Demon jumps in when we're just about to wrap up the show. Right. Uh, we're, we're, we're just doing an impromptu fun midnight special to um, talk about uh, Mongo and why we think he should be in the Hall of Fame, Demond. 213 tackles, 95 sacks, compared to Howie Long with a... Howie Long has 91.5 sacks and 151... Hey, Eric, Eric Sullivan just jumped in too, man. I'll tell you what. Eric Sullivan, what's up? Look at this. The ego. We started off with like about, what, four or five viewers. Now we're uh, etching up to uh, 12. The later we go, the more people we're getting. Yeah. Shorty got to go to work in the morning, guys. Either that or he's got to move to California. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two, right? <laughs> Buy us a few more hours, man, on the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gibson, to answer a clip or to piggyback on what Cliff is saying, Gibson hasn't stepped up yet, and that's concerning because, again, he's a, tr- he's a Bears drafted player, although by the last regime, I would love for him to step up because I want him to, uh, I want him to make the team. You want who to make the team? Sorry, I was looking. Uh, Travis Gibson. Yeah. I do too, but I don't know. If a Terrell Lewis can play better than him, if he beats him out, I'll be happy with it. I know what you're saying, drafted player. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care, drafted, UDFA, whatever, may the best man be there to fulfill the job. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at, man. I've always been that way. I just because I like somebody and I like Travis Gibson too. I do. Hey Foster. Yeah. You know I have the controls, right? See what I'm talking about, man. I just want you to know, man. But hey, we're here to support Bears drafted players. Bears drafted players, Foster. I disagree. Well, no, we are. We are here to support Bears drafted players. <laughs> we're here to support the fucking Bears, all of them. <laughs> Eric is asking um, if we ha- if we see eleven wins. Eleven That's and our, six, baby. Um, Eric, that's our, that's our collective um, prediction. Um, what was it, like five people on the show? We took the best of, um, you know, three yeah. out of, if three out of five. If if they said it was a win, we made it a win. So we came up with eleven and six, and there you have it. Now let me ask ask you this, Jordy. Since uh, signing Unique, has that number changed for you? Mm. I mean, this number personally wasn't mine. This was just a collective of five of us. But um, I would think, yeah. I think that's good for at least another win, right? One more win? It doesn't change. 
for me, it, it, it remains the same, 11-6. Because with the losses, I don't think he makes a difference in a Chiefs game as far as win-loss. Uh, Chargers being away game, I don't think he makes a difference there either. Now, he may make a difference in the Saints game, depending on where they at at that particular time. And with the Lions, I already got the Lions. But we splitting with the Lions anyway is what I've already had. Now, yeah. with the Browns, now he may make a difference in that game. The Browns, yeah. Um, I think he might make a difference in – he could make a difference in that um, – New Orleans. In the New Orleans game. That's what I was looking for, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. That's a mic there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, go ahead. There's a couple of games on here that I think I'm not sure about. Like they could they could lose to the Raiders. They, they always, that game always is a. It's always packed full of uh, fouls that shouldn't be called and calls that should have been fouls that weren't called and just all kinds of shit. That that, that that's typically a game that just has me on my nerves because it's just it, it's. It's always a weird game. So that, that could usually be a loss right there. For the Raiders? Yeah. At home? Yeah. There's always there's always these, these weird things going back to the 70s with the Bears oh, and the Raiders and the Bears and the Commanders Redskins, man. I, I, but you know what, though? With the Raiders, they messed around and traded their tight end away who gave us problems. So that, to me, is a plus. And now we got, uh, I think, well, they still have, oh, wait a minute, they have those good defensive Bears ends. beat the Patriots in New England last year. So you, <laughs> they beat the Patriots in New England. I just said that, and they were nowhere yeah, near expected was, to do yeah. that, were they? Right. No, they were not. That was the joke game where, ah. Yeah. I just, but there, there's a history, and I don't know if you guys – I've watched every game between the Raiders and the Bears since 1976. And every game between the Commanders, Redskins, and the Bears since 1978, I want to say, because I don't think they played each other in 76 and 77. And there's there's a weird history with these teams. And, and shit don't matter. In 76, who won the Super Bowl in 76? Do you guys know? The Raiders, the Raiders beat the Vikings. At the in, in 77, after the 76 season, the Bears played them in Soldier Field. I think they lost that game 33-30. to 30. They could have won that game. I think that's the only game Walter Payton didn't start. He had a sprained leg, and he ended up scoring like two touchdowns, and the Bears came back with no passing attack and still scored 28 or 30 points. It, there's just a weird history. The Bears were playing in Washington in 78. And this was a potential playoff shot. <laughs> there, there's more to it. Now I'm forgetting, forgetting it. It was just weird crap that happened. The Bears ended up, they were going to lose that game. They ended up winning that game, and then they got burned in the end. They didn't make the playoffs anyways. Somebody else won. But there's weird shit that has gone on with these guys. So I, I always have a weird feeling with those games. Mm-hmm. And as far as my thing changing, no, because I expected he imposed to gra- have a guy like this somewhere before <laughs> the season or early in the season. So my, record, my, my actual record was 10 and 6, and now I could see them win 11 games because there's my one game that Nick Lockway 
Well, you're and two forced fumbles might change one game this year somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. that's, about, that's about what he does every year. You're referencing games from 45 years ago there, Foster. But I'm and talking won... about every one of them in between. I'm just saying. <laughs> look at, look at the 80s. And you wonder why I think you're old. No. <laughs> 45 years it's, ago. It's history in the game, man. I'm just saying, you're referencing a game as if it was like two years ago, and it was 45 years I, ago. I, you know what? Let me state it better. That's impressive. Go back and look at all the Bears-Raider games, because they haven't played a lot. You could probably catch parts or all of them from 76 till now. Go back and watch those games, because there's some weird stuff. Expect, what, was the, what was the game? They, McMahon got his kidney lacerated in the, the other one in the 80s. Right. Uh, there's a, there's another one, and I, I don't know, there's like five or six games with each of those teams where just weird, not normal football stuff happens. There's another one, like in the late 80s, early 90s, it just had 36 penalties. With the Raiders and the Bears? Yeah. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Just weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. I never trust that game, so. The, the, in 76, the Bears were supposed to get smoked. They were supposed to get smoked in that game. Yeah. Big Bad Raiders coming into Chicago against Peyton and nobody? Yeah. It was a weird game, man. Dan Aguirre's tried to even get copies of it. He, he can't find the whole game. So, who's was our head coach here now, Foster? Uh, that was Madden, wasn't it? Our head coach. What? I said, Who was our head coach? Not theirs, but ours. Is that Jim Dooley? Jack Hardy. Might have, might have been uh, Abe. Hey, Gibbon or Jack Hardy, one of them two. Wow. <laughs> I, I get pleasant on the years because there was a lot of coaches in right there in the mid to late seventies. We had Gibran, Armstrong, Jack Hardy, Jim Dooley. Yeah, but Dooley was earlier in the seventies. He was he was before this. I think he got canned in seventy four. Seven. I don't remember. I don't remember, man. I was pretty young then, dude. Sure you were. Stop. I was, only, I was only 110. <laughs> My dog years. Your 15th marriage, you can't remember. Man. Your 15th marriage from 300 years of, of existence. <laughs> man. Mm. Guys, it's getting late for me. I'd like to wrap this up. because Yeah, I'm, sorry, man. I'm falling. You guys can keep going and just end the show whenever you want. If you want to do that. <laughs> In the Bible. Mm. Well, well, Seriously, I got, guys. Uh, I got a huge fun. week coming up, man. It's been fun. Just doing a quick midnight um, Mongo with McMichael show with you guys. Yeah. Much love, guys. Guys in the chat, thank you guys for hopping on and joining us. It was it was it was, it was cool. I appreciate it. Uh, always good to talk bears with you guys. Uh, always good to interact with the chat, you guys, with your questions and your comments. Truly appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us tonight, Eric and Demond, Brian, Cliff, and Walter, Leo Factor, Mark. Yes. Who else is in here? We truly appreciate you guys. 
somebody oh we we appreciate you guys so much you are the reason why this goes around we do this for you guys and because we like to talk and hear ourselves and that's the thing i mean you know this this whole channel is about guys talking bears fans talking with fans about football so we uh, we appreciate it guys thanks for hanging out with us talking football as if we're in a club or at a park or wherever just talking with some friends about some the bears so appreciate it guys i do have a good time there are some new people in here i should probably plug this um guys i'm going to be doing um, i'm partnering up with psf pro sports fanatics who is um it's it's founded where it's backed by mike tyson the president is sean salisbury um we're going to be doing live game casts from the app i'm going to be paired up with either a former player or um current journalist i mean hell it could actually be um lester wiltfong jr which would be crazy because he's also part of this uh, psf team now i think yes um so we're going to be watching the games live like doing a manning cast um and we're going to split that up between so we're going to take eight games or eight or nine games and the other crew is going to take eight or nine games and we're going to watch the games with, like through our mobile app on our phone and talk about the game in real time while it's happening so if you have an android um you you might not be able to find this app just yet but i'm pretty sure they're getting close to having it available for download on, on android but it's currently available on the apple store app uh check it out uh under the bears fan section you'll find um a whole chat room where anyone can talk we'll be able to bring people in from the uh, chat room into the to watch you know into the chat kind of like we do here on the show to ask questions um we'll be pulling up your chats things like that so it's pretty exciting time for me um sean salisbury is actually going to come on the show here soon and he's going to promote this and kind of talk about it he's also going to give us his thoughts on uh justin fields which i'm very excited to see what he has to say about him because he, he does he did a lot of quarterback analysis for espn so i'm mark excited wanna, mark uh, want to know if you're going to do any preseason games um yeah the first one is this weekend so i'm actually meeting with the crew again this week to uh find out i just signed the contract yesterday and it's valid starting today and it runs through the end of the Super Bowl. So um, I f I'll find out more this week. Um, I would like to do a preseason game. Um, I can't do the next one, but I can do this one um, or the third one. But that would be nice just to get our feet wet and kind of test out the whole system and see how it works. And um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I, I'll definitely be doing a preseason game or two. Cool, cool. Uh, Eric Sullivan and Damon, I don't recognize, well, Damon, I think I recognize you, but uh, Eric Sullivan, uh, make sure you tune, tune, us, tune in to us on Thursdays at 8 o'clock on this uh, chain channel. 8 o'clock Central. Yeah, our, our, our guest uh, is going to be who this week, uh, Shorty? Uh, this week we're having Jay from Just Another Year on YouTube. And then we're also going to have Glenn Morgan, who's the um, NBC draft analyst. Um, he's going to come on and talk about the Bears with us a little bit this week, too. And um, we've got some other stuff coming down the pipes for the next several weeks. 
Um, Alex Shapiro is going to be joining us soon. Um, like I said, Sean Salisbury will be joining us soon. Um, so, yeah, tune in to our normal show on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, maybe we'll do more of these because this was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, DeMond. Make sure you uh, join in, man. See you on Thursday, bro. We appreciate you guys. Thank you all. Thank you, Brian. Say congratulations. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you. Cliff saying good luck with this, Shorty. I appreciate that, Cliff. I'm excited. We'll see how it goes. It's, it's a new venture. It's a new adventure. And um, lots of things to come, I think, on BCP because of that. So very exciting. Stay safe, we'll everyone. Mark, I got a prayer for you, buddy, man. I hope that cough goes away, dude. Sorry, yeah, Cliff, we'll, Cliff will be share, sharing some of his food picks. So we'll be we having our food segment mm -hmm. on Thursday. I always see Eric. Eric's Eric follows Swifty, man. I see Eric all the time. Yeah. Thank you for subscribing Thanks, and sending notifications. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you guys. I really do appreciate you. guys in the chat. We really appreciate you guys, man. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Guys. It's all you guys. It's all yeah. you guys. Oh, yeah. We still got to get Cliff on the show, though. We, we got to get Cliff yeah. on the show. You can we come will. on next week and ask a couple questions, Cliff. You could do that for us. Bring a meatloaf, yes. stuff a pizza in. You can vacuum the lawn no, on Wednesday sure. night. Then you don't have to do it Thursday. Put <laughs> <laughs> double meals on Wednesday night so you don't have to do it Thursday. <laughs> did you did you see what Cliff said? <laughs> no, I didn't. I can't. I, I was looking at, at uh, something else here and I didn't see it. <laughs> YouTube needs to promote you more. You ever thought about coming out as gay? Well, <laughs> I didn't think I should. It's not appropriate. But... You're probably going to do it? Is that where you're taking the glasses off now? I don't know. I'm, I got to go back in the closet. He's going to peel off out. the... He's going he's gonna to take off the, the stick-on beard. Yeah. <laughs> Pull the teeth wrappers off. The fake that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I got to pull this shit off, too, now. <laughs> got the little yeah. fake... Spot of hair you gotta go you have going around the back there. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, too much. Oh, man. I love it. You guys are awesome, man. Yep. Well, stay tuned. Check us out. We'll we'll be here again with you guys on Thursday. Um, and we we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with us tonight. Make sure that you share this with your friends. And if you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. Set your notifications. And uh, we will see you in a couple more days. Until that, one, two, three. Bears. Bears. Bears.